everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio. We're super excited today to welcome Ray from Universe Records joining us to talk about his new album uh, with the band Fly to the Sun. And who doesn't like that name, Fly to the Sun? And talk about a host of just amazing musicians, uh, just singers, everybody. Uh, this is so cool. It is out now, so check it out. Uh, go to, well, go to the website, Fly to the Sun. Dot com. I can't even believe that domain name was around. It's such a good name. So welcome, Ray. How are you? Well, thank you, Lisa. I'm doing fine. And it's nice to be here. Thank you for having me. You know what? Uh, Fly to the Sun is such a good name. Tell us a little bit because the album is awesome. And it's just great. I don't know. It's really positive feeling. And I think we need that right now as we talk, you know, as we're recording. I think it's it's not out while we're recording, but it's out by the time this comes out. Um, but listening to it, it just feels like we need to have some hope. And it feels very much like a hopeful, like, let's have some peace kind of album. Yeah, you know, it's just, um, it's funny that when we decided to make this album, um First of all, the name of the band was going to be Ray in the Universe. Um, I uh, have a friend who's president of Live Nation, and I was talking to him one night, and he said, what's the name of your album? And I said, it's Fly to the Sun. And he said, "And why don't you name your band Fly to the Sun? And I said, hmm, I never thought of that. I kind of like that idea. And he goes, yeah, it's more rock and roll. It's unique and it's kind of cool and hip. And he said, why don't you name your band Fly to the Sun? And I said, I'm going to think about that. And he said, well, go go online and see if the domain is available. And I, he said, do it now while I'm waiting. And so I went online, flytothesun.com was available. And he said, grab it now. Just get it right now while I'm working. So I got the domain. And the name became Fly to the Sun. Um, as far as the positivity, thank you. I, I hope that that uh, relays over to people because that was one of our intents in making the album. We wanted it to be uh, not only great musically with bringing in such wonderful musicians. Wow, uh, amazing. But we wanted it to have a good message and we wanted it to be uplifting for people, something happy to listen to and and uh, make them feel good, kind of like music from yesteryear, you know, in the 60s or 70s, like the Beatles, and they sang, sang about love and happiness and peace. And we wanted it to be kind of like that, you know. To I think it's time we go back into, you know how history repeats itself and music kind of does those cycles? I think it's time for that again, <laughs> to say. I, I do, too. I do, too. I, I think uh, I, I listen to a lot of the new music today, and I like all kinds of music, but... Uh, you know, calling women derogatory names and things like that. I just don't quite dig that myself. You know, I, I want people. I to, don't. You know, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. To, to appreciate each other and accept each other and not call each other bad names. And life is too short for that. So I wanted to make 
something as an alternative for people that they could listen to driving in their car or whatever, and maybe put a, a smile on their face and, and make them feel that the world isn't as bad as people say it is, you know. And, and when the album, uh, the album will be released October 27th, but um, the radio impact date will be October 23rd. And um, we'll be on about 4,000 radio stations. And uh, we're already on many radio stations in India. We've become very popular in India. And um, so we, um, by design, try to make it uh, not only musically great, but we wanted it to have that uplifting feeling. And um, when all, you know, this stuff started happening in the world, I didn't anticipate that, of course, but the timing is kind of, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of kind of cosmic, you know, maybe mm. right now there's just um, so much division in the world, you know, we need to get together as a people and start caring about each other. You know, I, I just love the music of, of that era because it was happy. You know, I, I remember as a kid listening on my clock radio, waking up for um, school in the morning, and you would hear all those great songs, you know. And and I used to love getting getting up, getting ready and going to school because the music made me feel good. And um, it got me going. So anyway, that's, that's one of our goals with this album. So. Mm. Yeah. Tell tell us a little bit about how it got started, how the how, how you got the tribe of the musicians that you have, and I'm calling them a tribe. It's like the Peace Warriors, you know, coming together. Um, because you're the band and the musicians you have is like the most stellar lineup. Yeah, yeah. When and it's no, cool to hear you play flute too, because we don't hear enough flute. You know, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I didn't want to dominate the album with a lot of flute. That's kind of Jethro Tull's niche. You know, but I just wanted to add little bits and pieces in there to, uh, cause I love the sound of the flute and mm-hmm. I wanted to have some parts in there. Um, and, but, you know, when, when I decided to make the album, um, I didn't have a band at that time. So I had to form a band and, uh, and then I, I thought about what kind of music I wanted to do and what type of, uh, players would fit in best. And I remember watching um, an interview with Jack Welsh, who was the CEO of, of uh, GE, when he retired. And they asked him, um, what do you attribute your success to in running a success, such a successful business? And he said, that's simple. Hire good people. Mm. And that's something that always stuck with me, you know. So when when I put this band together, uh in my career, I, I managed big drug companies. I managed the research for big drug companies. And I'm, I'm a people person. I love people. And I like organizing and managing folks. And, and so that's kind of my expertise. But I needed a band to come in and give me the musical expertise. You know, I like to sing and I like to write, but um, I needed folks. So anyway, I... Um, contacted uh, Jennifer Batten. I knew Jennifer well and and asked her if she would uh, be interested. And she said, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do it. And then I contacted Andrew Giddings from Jethro Tull. I knew Andrew and uh, and I liked Andrew because he's got a great sense of humor. He's a cool guy to work with. And um, 
not only is he a great keyboard player, but he's a brilliant producer. He did a lot of mm. the producing for Jethro Tull uh, as well. So, and I needed that for this project. I needed somebody with those kinds of arrangement skills mm -hmm. and help us put things together. So I brought in Andrew. He agreed to join. And then Billy Sheehan, um, I talked to some time back because uh, Billy uh, was interested in playing with the band that I was in at the time. And he said, hey, I'd like to play with you guys if you ever needed me and I was available. Uh, I'd like to play with you. And I said, well, uh, let, let me keep you posted on that. So as this band started to develop, I contacted Billy and um, and I told him what we were going to be doing. And he said, yeah, I'd love to do this. And I said, cool. Well, welcome aboard. You're You're our bass player. And I said, uh, I want to get a drummer. I, I need to get a really good drummer who's versatile because these songs, every song is going to be different. You know, mm. they're not all the same. Like most bands, yeah. you know, from song to song. These bands, this band, every song is different, different genre, R&B, progressive pop, progressive rock. I like that, though. I, that's my favorite thing about it, too, you know? Yeah, you know, it's very eclectic in that way, so it appeals to a, a wide range of, of people, younger people, older people, you know, people who are into heavier rock or people who are into pop, R&B. And, and we wanted it to be something that everybody could enjoy, you know. So Billy said, you know, the, the best drummer uh, is Greg Bizonette. And he's playing with Ringo Starr right now and Ringo's band. But let me talk to him and, and see if he has interest in joining us. I said, okay, great. So I heard from Greg that night, and Greg emailed me, and he said, hey, Billy told me about this band you're putting together, and I would like to do it. So count me in. So we had a That's great That's awesome. Drummer. Yeah, and Greg was just recently uh, named Best Drummer in the World on Modern Drummer Magazine. They did a worldwide survey, and Greg Bizonette won as, as the – Best all-around drummer. Dang, so. that's huge. But and and I mean, and he's playing for Ringo. Like you know, come on, another yeah. great drummer. But I, and listen, bass players and drummers know each other, and if they like each other and can work together, then you've got the foundation, right? And that's the key. That's the, that's the rhythm section of the band. Yeah, the heart, mm -hmm. the heartbeat of the band is the drummer and the bass. So player. putting yeah, everyone and together and and working with them, I mean, they've all got supreme talent, right? But isn't it also just having the right vibes of, of not having like a, you know, you don't want that. You They're so technically pristine and such talent. And what, you know, to me, it's about having the right souls coming together to make the music. You know, yeah. you could have someone that maybe is talented, not perfectly good in the technical side, but if they have soul, then roll with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We wanted, we wanted a good team. I, I look at a band yeah. and not a group, but a team, you know, and that encompasses everybody, the producers, the mixing engineers, the publicists, the web designer. We're all the band, you know, and I, I look at it in a more of a team way. And, yeah, I wanted people who were team players who got along good together and I didn't want any band fights. I don't want to. No drama. Yeah. No egos. I wanted everybody to <laughs> love each other, you know, <laughs> because like, like have I a good time. Say, yeah, when, yeah. when you're making an, an album, it's very intensive work and you're in touch with each other daily, you know, and communicating and you better like each other because, you know, you're, you're going to have to uh, work together. So, 
that that was what I really loved about this band is uh, everybody was just so cool and it was really like a family and everybody really believed in what we were trying to do to be unique and uh, to put out something that you just don't hear anymore these days. I, I had a guy uh, that I gave a CD to the other day called me and he said, you know, it was so nice to listen to your album and to hear guitar solos again. He said, you yeah. don't hear guitar solos anymore in music. Yeah. And yeah. So <laughs> we try to bring all that back, you know, and maybe we will start a trend. I don't know. There's a lot of good but it's music. Still a, you know, I, I love what you were saying about going back in, in those sounds, but it's still very fresh and original and that's hard to find too. And, and, and we do tons of music interviews, you know, and, and I just love it when you can, have sounds of the past and, and where we can keep that, you know, torch burning. And I know listeners are probably tired of me talking about it, but it's true. You want these sounds to continue living on because they do, you know, have feelings and, and they're part of people's memory bank and should continue into the future. But you want them to also have a fresh sound. So you're not listening to the same song 10 times over and over. So it's really nice to hear something original, but with those sounds. So there's a comfort. There's an extra comfort with that, I think. Yet the whole album is not like all prog rock or all soul, like you're saying, or all R&B. It's a little bit of everything. So it's a it's a nice big blend. And we like big blends here since we're Big Blend Radio. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> why, fit why, blend. Yeah, why, why pigeonhole everything? You know, we, we're um, not into that. <laughs> yeah, our album is a big blend of, of all different styles. And, and uh, that's what's nice about these musicians. They can play anything. I mean, you know, just uh, I feel blessed. I really do to have people like this around me. And uh, we've all become very close and, and good friends. And I talk with all of them, you know, and we're in touch all the time. And and uh, they're all just really wonderful people, very genuine. And, you know, one of the things I, I really love about them is, uh, you know, a lot of musicians, especially when they get big, you know, big talents like Billy Sheehan and Jennifer Batten, mm-hmm. people at that level is uh, sometimes the egos get in the way. And But this band, everybody loves their fans and appreciates their fans. They're in touch with them every day. I see Billy. I mean, Billy's on tour worldwide right now with Winery Dogs, and yet he's still on Facebook answering posts. People say, hey, but Billy, I'm so, in Germany. I know. But that's, so that's cool. the thing. That's so cool that we didn't have that before, yet, you know, social media can be, here's the negative, but here's this other positive when it's used the right way. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing, and I think nowadays we're looking at all of that like, you can't it's it's choice. It's like people don't like AI. Like we don't want AI in music and making songs. Like that sucks, right? But it's how it's used. You know, it's it's we have to start thinking again. And I feel like the kind of music that you have, when you listen to the album, you want to just sit down, listen to it. I love, you know, again, I feel like I'm repeating myself on the shows. When you get to this part, I I'm excited every time I get an album where. You know, everybody leave me alone. I just want to keep listening and listen to it again because the first time round, it's one of those albums. You're going to go back again and you're going to get another layer of textures. It's like a multi-layered cake. And who doesn't, who wants just one layer of cake? I want multi-layers and I don't want all the same frosting. I want them all to kind of blend in together, right? And your album does that. It's like the perfect cake. 
And if you're going to the sun, you need to eat cake first. So you need to eat cake. Everybody eat cake, right? I feel like Marie Antoinette, Antoinette, however you want to say her name, but it is about that. And you want to hear it again. And it just is like, feel good. I mean, this album is fantastic in, and just getting people to listen and think again when you're listening, kind of open your mind up a little bit and not be so closed off to this, closed off to that and be free again, which would be really nice if the world got to that, you know? I, you know, I, I hear that kind of comment from everybody. I've done so many interviews in the last week. And I bet. Everybody, everybody <laughs> feels really optimistic um, of the future of this album because it is so unique and, you know, I, I told a, a friend of mine recently, I said, you know, I, I listened to these songs probably over the course of time, thousands of times, because when you're mixing, you got to listen to them over and over, you know, make sure everything is, all the levels are right and everything. And, um, and I said, the, the funny thing about this album is I never got sick of them. You know, I never got sick of these songs. I listened to them so many times and I loved them every time mm. and and that's unusual that's when you know the music has got to be pretty good if you can listen to it repeatedly and you still like it um i had another guy tell me when we released the video uh soaring with angels which is the lead track of the uh the album uh we put the video up on youtube as a promo just for people to start to get to know about us and he he called me and he said you know that that video First three times I watched it, I cried. Mm. And I, I thought, well, I guess that's a good thing if something can move you <laughs> to tears as long as you're not upset about it. He goes, no, no, it was just, it just had such a feeling that uh, uh, really touched me. And I said, well, thank you. I, I didn't mean to make you cry, but as long as there were tears of joy, I'm okay well, with that. Well, I think being people being in tap with their emotions are that's what art is about, right? Art, music, writing, and 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 even if it's a negative, it means that they're feeling something, and and that's good. Feeling is good. We need to feel things instead of being being numb, comfortably numb, right? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes a good tearjerker is, is good for the soul. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, it is. It's cleansing and rebirth and, and all that comes with it. Renewal, you know, it's, it it's, puts you in touch with your inner self when you have those kinds of emotions, you know, you, it, it does. It puts you in touch with your own spirit. And, and I think it's mm. healthy and it's good for you. But, uh, in writing these songs, because they do have feeling and the lyrics to me are fantastic. And it just, you know, it, it there's no, um, What's interesting about it is the the music is complex, but it's very simple and straight up. Like you can grasp it immediately. And when you get to the lyrics, like when were you writing all of this? I mean, are these songs that you've had in few boxes or did this all just come together at one time? Like how did this happen? It's just a variety of all those things, Lisa. It's um, sometimes a song will come to me. Just out of nowhere, I was getting ready for bed one night, and all of a sudden, a whole song came to my head, and I'm like, "Cool, I want to go to bed, but I'm going to write this down because I knew I'd forget it the next day." (laughs) So I wrote down the lyrics, and and the next morning, I developed the song. And I've had 
uh, song ideas come to me at the weirdest times. Uh, I'll be taking a shower and all of a sudden a lyric will pop into my head. And, uh, you know, it's it's a very random thing. You get these inspirations, these intuitions or whatever. And I don't know where they come from. Uh, it's not something you can force. It, it just kind of happens. The, the muse, the inspiration will just come to you. And that's how this album was, you know, and, you know, if I ever sat down at my desk and said, okay, I'm going to write a song today. It never happened that way. These songs, yeah. the lyrics will come to me when I least expect it, you know, and all of a sudden, uh, I get these ideas and I'll, I'll write them down. And, um, I really don't know where, where they come from, our subconscious or, you know, or guardian angels or what. I don't know. Yeah. We well, you got a song, song with angels, you know, hey, that's it. You never know. <laughs> Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm happy with, with the lyrics. I think they, um, oh, you should be. Yeah. Meaningful, you know, um, and, uh, I've, I've had people ask me, you know, what did you mean? They'll, refer to a song and they'll say, what did you mean by those lyrics? And, and I always tell people, you know, I want you to decide what that yeah. means to you because you can ask, you know, different people uh, what their ideas were about a song. This is for any band and they'll have totally different ideas on what that song meant. So I think what, what's most important is what are, what do the lyrics mean to you? And it would be unfair of me to taint their perception by saying, well, when I wrote the song, this is what I meant. Because yeah. they may feel something totally different. And I don't want yeah. to their thrill yeah. or license, you know. We've we've got in trouble even on our shows doing, you know, music interviews and getting all excited about something and saying, oh, well, this meant this and this and this to us. And I, I remember it was, uh, I think, anyway, it was one one musician and he was like, no, that's cool. And this is actually where I was. And then somebody was like, well, now you put your, your thoughts into my head. Like, that's not what it was right. for me. And, and, you know, but that was, but we did say it was our feeling, you know, it wasn't like, this is how it is, you know? Sure. So now I'm like, I just dig it, man. I'm not going to go there, but everyone go, go dig it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because it's, it's, and and I think people should be able to talk about their opinions or what their thoughts or feelings are from a song, but it is that. I mean, the arts are that. Like you can paint a painting, like that beautiful one behind you, and I I'm got a certain part of that that I love because it's got the art, you know, it's got the fall and the the blue and the gold, right? Which is that season now, which I love. But somebody else is going to go, oh man, you know, it means this to me because my family would go do these trips and to this what, you know, and I'm all about the color and, you know, so everybody's going to be different. Sure. So I think that's a beautiful thing. I mean, that's what the arts are. You, you're creating you, something, you know, inspired you to do something and here it is and there it is. <laughs> you know, you yeah. get what you want out of it and, you know. Exactly. That's, that's the beauty of art, of any art. It should, you know, everybody will have their own interpretation. And, and same with music. I, uh, you know, and some songs are very straightforward. Some songs, you hear the lyrics and it means what it means, mm -hmm. you know, but some songs are a little deeper and, uh, and you have to kind of think about them a little bit. I like music that makes you think. Um, so Me too. A little variety. There's some songs on there that are pretty straightforward, you know, and mm -hmm. and uh, mean what they mean. And then there's other songs that kind of make you think a little bit. And, and some will uh, levitate you. 
you get to the levitation station. That's, you got the levitation station album. That's, you know, we always talk about music that levitates. It makes right. you like just feel higher and higher, you know, happier right. and happier. Um, <laughs> what, what's going to be your next single? Do you guys know yet or do you have an idea? Next single? Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> it's so weird to have singles. I know. I just, to me, it's like, how do you choose those? That's like you only get one song on a set list. <laughs> How do you do right, that? Right. Well, the, the first uh, first single that we're kind of introducing is the first song, uh, that Soaring with Angels mm-hmm. uh, song. But our, our uh, you know what a one sheet is, right? Mm-hmm. So one sheet that you give to, like, we're going to be on like four or 5,000 mm-hmm. radio stations uh, effective. Um, the impact date is October 23rd. And in the on the uh, one sheet, when it tells about the band and who's in it and so forth. Um, we recommended Soaring with Angels, Taj Mahal, which is an Indian song that we put together, and then the title track, Fly to the Sun. But really, you know, any one of these songs could take off because they all have that kind of uh, it factor, I think. You know, I, I love the second song, You're Free as a Bird, because... Mm. Uh, just I do too. That's one of my favorites. Oh, it's yeah. the production is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Andrew Giddings put so much time into that one. And and when you listen to it, I like listening to that song with headphones, good headphones, mm. because you hear so many things in the background. It's just so beautiful strings and stuff that's you know buried in the back. And and uh I love the production on that song. So you never know. Any any of these songs could be big. Um yeah, that's the thing about like doing this kind of thing. It's like even putting an album together, what, what song goes where? It's like, that's a permanent set list, you know? And then mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, that's it. Once it's out, it's out. And yeah. to me, that's, you know, and people eventually do how they want. They listen to how it wants. I always go like, just listen to the whole album if you can from start to finish and take the ride, you know, because that you've got one of those albums that you, you want to listen to the start to the end. I know each song, you know, stands on its own, but I think everyone should listen to the whole thing. So just yeah. saying. I, I do too. What we're going to do is um, we're not going to do free streaming media. And I know people will be disappointed oh, yeah. in that decision. But, but you know, uh, to make a record like this, a big production record, costs a lot of money. And um, to to give it away for free, we just can't afford to do that right now. So what we're going to do initially is uh, we'll have uh, downloads available. So if people want to buy a song or two, they're 99 cents. Um, and so that way it's affordable for Where are you doing that? On your website, flytothesun.com yeah, or the Bandcamp? Uh, Apple, yeah, Apple. Oh, Apple, that's right. Yeah, so they can buy individual songs for 99 cents, and then we'll have uh, the CD available on Amazon. And if they don't want the whole album, then um, the album, the CD is cool because the artwork is spectacular. And people Mm -hmm. are going to really want it. This is kind of a collector's item. But uh, but we'll have the songs as downloads, and I'm hoping 99 cents is going to be reasonable for people to to get yeah. it you know um, but we just couldn't put it on spotify right away because the cost was just outrageous well it's it it's, it's it yeah don't start me on the whole streaming thing i mean it's like even us podcasters it's like here let 
please, we need to put ads on your stuff. And, you know, if you don't let them put ads on your stuff, then, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to put you at the bottom of the barrel. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. this, it's a whole other topic that is, it's the wild west of hell. (laughs) I don't like. Well, and that's what I like about radio and why I'm big on radio is uh, radio will play your songs but it's random, right? It's sporadic. It's spontaneous. People will be driving down the street and a song will come on the radio and they'll go, wow, who is this? I really like this song. So radio helps you get the word out, but yet it's not something that people can select anytime they want it. You know, uh, I'll give you an example, like Blue Oyster Cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't done an album in many, many years, and they came out with an album a couple of years ago, and it was awesome. And um, so I uh, I looked and it was on Spotify. It had just come out. It was on Spotify already. And I'm like, wait a minute. You guys spent all this money making this fantastic album and people can just take it for free. And it just seemed wrong to me. So I love Blue Oyster Cult and I bought their CD online just because I want to support them and I wanted to, you know, buy it. Um, but a lot of people, if you, if it's free, why buy it, right? So... Uh, so that's my um, my soapbox kind of thing, you know, and I'm fine with, with streaming media. I think it's wonderful. It's a big library that people mm-hmm. can go to and listen to anything they want. It's wonderful. But for a new project, when you're first releasing a new project, um, you know, it, it's uh, it's an expensive proposition to put together an album, especially something like this where you've got big name people playing on it and you've got you know big productions the the costs as you can imagine are are very high so we'll we'll put it out there for people who want to do the downloads but it's also uh, part of the community right so i think there's an investment in the community part of it too um because you're not are you touring with this you know because that's the other part of it it's like I think a lot of musicians tour and that there there's that other connection of getting the CD that way. So, so, so I know you guys are, you know, hopefully going to do some music somewhere or you're going to be mostly selling this online, right? So, um, everyone can go to fly to the sun.com. We all know that domain name is very important. <laughs> it started at the beginning of the show. So that's where people can go to connect with you and, and everything. Is that the best way? Yeah, uh, we've got a Facebook page too, of course, but the best thing is the website, flytothesun.com, and people can find out all about us, who's in the band, and all the information uh, is on there, and we keep it very current, so um, we'll be putting some more interviews up and so on too, so try to make it interesting and informative for people. Awesome, well thank you so much for joining us, Ray, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you. It's been nice to talk to you, Lisa. Nice to meet you. And we want to give a big shout out to our sponsors of today, which is the Grazia Gallery in the Sun, not so far from you, in Tucson, Arizona. Um, this is when you talk about art and people doing what they want to do. Artist Ted DeGrazia certainly did that in the Southwest. He is one of the most reproduced artists in the world. And so go to DeGrazia.org. Everyone, if you're going to Tucson, you must go there. Or go online and shop there. So check them out. Thanks so much, Ray. Awesome. Thank you. Peace and love, everybody.